This program is a paid commercial announcement. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Radio Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent E. Lim, and Karen Bizarre of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State Registered Investment Advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Extant, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Kraus. And we say hello to everyone on a Saturday morning as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, and we're glad you're tuning in uh, to the show today. And if you've been following or listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking and referencing a gentleman by the name of Jim Chilton uh, from SOFA, which is the Society for Financial Awareness, uh, and we're thrilled and and honored uh, to be able to bring Jim, uh, Jim into the program. We'll do that uh, in our second segment today, David, but uh, great for us. And then more importantly than even us having an opportunity, you know Jim and uh, or have started to develop a relationship with him, but more so for us. A benefit for the listeners to really understand what Huge. SOFA is and what Jim, and what Jim will explain what it means. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great show today. I know it's going to be a great show. Jim will uh, really convey a message of empowerment and advocacy and education, which is um, you know becoming such a paramount thing for retirees. Yeah, we've got a great show again lined up for you again. Jim Chilton will be along. Uh, I'm so glad sometimes that there is space between uh, an eagle loss and our next show. I know that eagle loss uh, last Sunday uh, made me realize or made me think on Sunday evening. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad the Thrive Radio Show is not on Monday because I'm sure Brett Elam uh, was fired up about that loss uh, from a week depressed. ago. So, it was depressed. Depressed. Yeah, yeah not, so, not fired up. Depressed. But, yeah, depressed. So. 
uh, we had some spacing. So uh, when Brett joins us today uh, on the big show, you won't hear that depression uh, in his voice. But uh, we look ahead, and I'm sure Brett is looking ahead uh, to uh, tomorrow, to the Sunday afternoon, to Karen Bazaar uh, is with us. Good morning to you. Thank you so much. Uh, I think you're starting the show today uh, with a great way to begin the show. Uh, yes, sometimes I am. it's good to identify and provide bullet points mm-hmm. and provide categories. I'll th- I'll turn it okay. right over to Shooting you. It right over to me. All right. Well, good morning. Glad to be here on this uh, fantastic Saturday. Um, so I'm going to read the. I have five steps to kind of prep for better retirement. Now that you're you know maybe in your 60s, I'm going to read the steps because I don't always get to them, and what I don't get to, we'll finish in the next show. How's that sound? And I'm not going to interrupt. No problem. I, I, I normally interrupt, and then you can you can interrupt anytime you want, Joe. But um, no problem. Um, so here, I'm going to read the first the uh, five steps. Uh, number one: have a plan for retirement activities. Then I'll touch back back onto that. Have a holistic financial plan for your retirement. That's what we specialize in. You want to um, top off your retirement savings. If you haven't saved enough, there's guidelines that you need to understand and follow in order to catch up. We talk about this one all the time, maximizing your social security benefits. And last but not least, prepare your portfolio to maintain financial freedom for the rest of your life. So I'm going to go back to number one, have a plan for retirement activities. And what does that mean? Well, funny, uh, you know, when we sit down with people, we one of the questions we ask them is, do you have any hobbies? What do you enjoy doing um, in your 60s? or early 70s when you first retire, that's when you're your healthiest. So we find out what people like to do. They like to ride motorcycles, they like to travel the world. And um, it, it's just funny, our younger daughter, she's in her early 20s, ha- helps us out here. And when people come in, um, she starts talking to them. And in your 20s, you think 60s is so old. And she's like, wow, they." They, they were out riding motorcycles this weekend, or they just got back from Spain. Um, they just went for a cruise with their whole family. So I look at retirement, and David can chime in here anytime he wants, but I look forward to retirement and being able to have all that freedom that we can travel and do what we want. But you need to have a plan for your retirement activities. So when we uh, start planning or help people plan for retirement or anybody out there listening, when you start thinking about retirement, start thinking about what you really want to do. It's going to be the longest weekend of your life, retirement, right? We ask people, when do you spend the most money? Uh, Weekdays or on the weekend? It's the, it's the weekends when they go out to dinner or when they go to the movies or whenever they they want to go to a show. So that's one of the things that we ask people. And sometimes I get really interesting answers that you would never expect from people. But that's what I love about what we do. We get to meet so many different kinds of people. And they're starting to give me ideas of what I want to do in retirement as well. And the first thing I'm going to say to you when you ask me that question is, hey, I don't have any hobbies. I'm not interested in or I don't do any of that. But I do enjoy the ability to be able to connect and have all my kids and have my family around. Whether that means I'm with them or they're with me, that for me is is where my priority is so to your point everybody's going to have a different thought everybody has or a lot of people like to volunteer do things that they never had time to do yeah and the thing is joe that we we bring this up during the workshop is you know a lot of people look forward to retirement and they don't you know what ends up happening is they realize what they're retiring from 
but they don't really have a plan to what they're retiring to. And without kind of some pre-thought to that, it could end up being you know, challenging. I mean, that's why a lot of people end up going back to work and you know, it's because they just don't have things to do, which is obviously absolutely fine. But, you know, we try to instigate that conversation to at least start thinking about it, you know, and uh, sometimes we give ideas as well. And like you said, you know, family is critically important to us. And that's why we do what we do today so that when it comes time in the future, uh, we will have that financial freedom. Uh, we will also have that time freedom to make sure that we're the biggest pain in the butts to our kids. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, they've been a big pain in the butt to us. Yeah, so now, now we, get to, we get to reciprocate. Yeah, it's absolutely. Absolutely. So, Kara, so, go to the next one. Uh, the next one is have a holistic financial plan for your retirement. That's where we come in. We... Um, you know, you could be in the home stretch now, retirement, or just thinking about it. But financial stress is definitely not something that you want to have once you're retired. And what we can do when we sit down with you is take a holistic approach. We ask you what hobbies, what you want to do. Uh, we ask you, we take into account um, how much money are you really going to need for that retirement. And the way we do that is we take a look at everything. Where do you want to live? It has a very important uh th- has, it's very important in your retirement. Um, things, again, that you want to do. And how much money do you need? Well, we, we will ask you all these questions, and we will take into account everything, your investment income, your pensions, Social Security, all that information. So, again, I only got to steps one and two, but I'm going to wrap it up here. And Yeah, one quick comment, Joe, on that holistic planning versus investment management planning. One of the common things that we get from people who visit with us is the reason that they're here talking to us is they don't have an overall holistic plan. They have an investment plan, which is what most financial advisors are only clued in to do. But a holistic plan is social security, taxation, like Karen said, finding out, do you want to downsize? How are you going to do that? Blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of moving parts to what a true holistic plan is versus just an investment management plan. And I want to say that the the buzzword holistic Mm -hmm. um, is out there. It's the second time um, it's popped up uh, on a radio show. I do my Legal Eagles radio program with Sam Pond, and one of the things that Pond Lahaki uh, does for their clients is they look at a holistic approach to each individual. So there's certainly application uh, here as well. That may require us to spend uh, one show alone, just on the term holistic Mm -hmm. for sure. Yes, for sure. Uh, that's going to do it or conclude our opening segment here um, on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Um, I got lost in my holistic thought there for a minute. Uh, stay around as we roll along here on uh, WPHT. When we come back after our first break, Jim Chilton from the Society for Financial Awareness. He joins us after the break. And back here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Don't forget to go to thrivefinancialservices.com if you have an interest in attending the upcoming workshop, which is going to be next Thursday night, one workshop next week. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com and you can find out information uh, about that workshop. As we have been talking about, we talked about it today uh, with David, Karen, and Brett, and also in the past couple of shows leading into our show this morning. We've been talking a lot about SOFA, 
the Society for Financial Awareness. And we've been telling uh, our listening audience, and we've been talking to you, uh, referencing the name Jim Chilton. Uh, we've been talking about Thrive Financial Services and their involvement with SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness. Uh, and we're thrilled and honored and proud to be able to introduce uh, to our listening audience, who we refer to as the Thrive Army, uh, we bring you and we say hello and introduce you to Jim Chilton, who is the founder and CEO of SOFA. And Jim, I say a good morning to you, sir. Welcome in to Roadmap well, to Retirement. Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's always fun to get on these shows and get the good word out to the people. No, thank you very much for uh, being a part of the show. Jim, let me start with allowing you to lay or establish the foundation of what the Society for Financial Awareness is. I think that might be basic, but I think that's the best place for us to start. Sure. We are, which I hope to believe very dearly, is that we are a premier financial literacy organization. We're a nonprofit public benefit corporation and our mission is very very simple is to go across America trying to end financial illiteracy. If it's not going to be taught in the schools then our organization is going to step up across America through its membership and provide financially uh, literate organizational type workshops to companies and places of worship, uh, organizations, nonprofits, public libraries, community centers, senior centers. I mean, anywhere where there's groups of people that are interested in this topic, this is what we do through our members. It's 100% altruistic. Jim, do you find, how long has SOFA been in existence? It's uh, 1993, 25 years. Well, congrats on that milestone. Over that 25-year period, do you find, what's the common thread, Jim? What's the common thread amongst <laughs> it, all of the different people that you have encountered, all of the different companies that you've encountered over the years? Well, let me give you a statistic because it's absolutely uh, tragic. Uh, August 1st, I completed 38 years of my career as a financial advisor with all my licenses. And when I started 38 years ago, August 1st, 1980, I was presented the first day a statistic that to this day has never changed. 97% of the population in this country, and what are we up to, 330 million? 97% does not have any kind of a written financial plan. 3% of Americans do. And we wonder why we're so screwed up financially. No plan, no GPS, no blueprint, no map. That is why um, these types of shows are so critical you know, to the citizenry to take responsibility. 
Jim Chilton is joining us here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, the founder and CEO of SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness. And I follow that statement with why this program exists here in Philadelphia with David and Karen Bazaar and Brett Elam from Thrive Financial Services. Because, Jim, I have watched and experienced it firsthand um, the unconditional commitment to educate the listeners and to educate their clients. I've watched it and I think it's off the charts. It's incredible to be a part of Thrive and see that. Well, it's a movement and I think as you as you talk about uh, Karen and Brett and David, I mean, let me go on and, and make that a little bit bigger. What's, we have approximately 610 members that are basically stationed across the United States in the large metropolitan areas, just like we do in Philadelphia. And we connect those financial professionals. Now, they're not just financial advisors. They're estate planning attorneys, accountants, realtors, mortgage brokers, health and wellness professionals. We connect those people to the very attendees that come to their workshops. And by doing that, those people come into an environment that is not one of selling product. It's more of coming into an environment of educating, receiving strategies and tactical, practical information that those attendees uh, can grow and learn from. And then at the end of every workshop, we allow those attendees to ask for, if they want it, a complimentary consultation from those speakers. And it is a very non-threatening, great way to connect. And SOFA, if you think about it, is like the dating game that used to be on TV. We connect the workshop attendee to those various speakers. And it's a formula that is going across America. It's being accepted very, very well by the public. Jim Chilton joining us on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, the Society for Financial Awareness, part of uh, ThriveFinancialServices.com and the Roadmap to Retirement radio show. So on behalf of Thrive, I say thank you. On behalf of the Thrive Army, uh, I say thank you as well. That number 97%, Jim, knocks me back in my chair and I wonder and I apply that 97% to the percentage of people just in Philadelphia alone or just in the Delaware Valley it's such a big number of people that don't know yeah I mean it's a head-scratcher and I have to tell you it's just like uh, David and Karen and Brett and all my other members across the country I mean you have to understand This is becoming a movement. We are taking professionals and getting them to understand that we have to have and we want to supply the answers to create an advocacy for the public. This is not taught in public schools. It's mind-blowing that state after state after state, if they develop every year their core curriculum, which is made up of life skills, Can you imagine excluding financial management of cash for individuals of these kids learning how to buy a car, credit cards, or going into debt or whatever? So SOFAs, 
trust is growing this altruistic movement across the country with its great members who do it by putting on these no-cost, no-charge, no-selling workshops. And it's working very, very well. And I might add that, you know, our attendees have a tremendous opportunity to turbocharge their own planning, okay, by coming in through this complimentary consultation of our members, where they can one-on-one in private absolutely fess up and admit they're nowhere where they need to be, whether it's retirement, protection, investing taxes, estate planning, whatever it is. And it's people like Brett and David and Karen and my members all over that are putting these on that are really being received very, very well. And I'm very proud of these guys. You know, Jim, uh, this is David. Interestingly enough, you know, in the absence of that education, that void that gets created, a lot of listeners, a lot of these, you know, retirees, pre-retirees default to information that they can garner off of the internet and you know kind of the do-it-yourselfer type scenario and a lot of that information is very biased as we know a lot of stuff in the media is so you know we find that when people come in and visit us at the workshop this is a lot of times the first time they actually have a genuine conversation because we bring up topics that you know, they go, geez, I, I never thought of that, which means either their own research has not gotten them there or the work that they've done with their financial professional wasn't broad enough, wasn't holistic enough. So, you know, I think the organization just brings a tremendous value to the community. Well, thank you for saying that, Dave. Um, SOFA has been around a long time. The very idea of looking at our country and our cities and the states that are going belly up and borrowing from Peter to pay Paul, we're not solving the issue. The issue is not uh, allowing our generation to solve it. It's going down into the, into the next generation that's coming up and teaching them the fundamentals of how to manage their money. I mean, that's the key. Makes a lot of sense. Jim Jim Chilton, founder and CEO of SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness. Jim, as we thank you for coming on and talking with our listening audience, we congratulate you on your 38 years of great success. And then me personally, on behalf of the listeners, I say thank you for being the lead advocate, for being at the top of the pyramid. Well, thank you very much. And uh, it shows, and I've said this, it shows like this that allows people to start to take their own responsibility or spouse looking at spouse and saying, you know, honey, we need some help. We need to meet people like David. We, we need to listen to these kinds of shows. And this is, uh, we can't do it without shows like you. We can't do it without organizations like Thrive. So... Uh, Count Sofin is just another group of people that are part of your Thrive Army. I think it's a great deal what you guys are doing. All right. Well done, well said, and right up against the clock. Perfect timing. Thank you so much. That's Jim Chilton uh, from SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness, here on the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Back on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in a minute. 
Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Thank you so much for tuning in on a Saturday morning. We say hello to the Thrive Army, and we welcome you uh, to the Thrive Army uh, by joining us at our workshop next week on Thursday, October 11th. One workshop next week at the Wissahickon Library in Bluebell. Start time will be 7 p.m. Go to Thrive Financial Services. Dot com. We join Brett Elam now, who j- comes into the program uh, as part of your Saturday morning on Roadmap to Retirement, uh, the radio show. Brett, as you heard Karen in our opening segment, go through uh, five bullet points or five things that were important about retirement. Maximizing Social Security was one uh, on the list. As you know, it's always on the list uh, in terms of order of importance and in terms of something we must uh, prepare for, we must handle, we And we must know how to manage just the bucket itself of Social Security. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be talking about that bucket. I mean, again, we need to consider Social Security as an asset for sure. But again, Krause, big day tomorrow. Yes, sir. We're all. I'm still recovering from that loss from uh, last week, the the Eagles game. But I'm going to have the whole crew down there. We got a big four o'clock uh, start against the Vikings. So repeat of what the NFC Championship game last year. uh, Never has a game. Five been so meaningful yeah. as, as it is this week. That's it. That's it. But so let's talk about uh, Social Security, and I, and I think uh, for all our listeners on here, this should be some great news. Is in, in an article that just came out over this uh, uh, last weekend, <clears throat> simply titled "Why More Social Security Recipients Will See a Real Raise." In 2019, and this is going to be there's some moving pieces as, as we talk about Social Security and Medicare Krause, and I'm going to go through some of those. So estimates right now, we're going to know in about a month later this month, we're going to know what that real number is. But estimates right now is that Social Security will come in at somewhere about a two and a half to three percent raise because of cost of living adjustment. Okay, now we saw that same cost of living adjustment last year. However, not a lot of people on the on the on the airwaves here actually got that. I'm going to talk about that here a little bit um, as well. So when we talk about that cost of living adjustment, Krause, how it works is is that the government uses what we call the consumer price index and what the average level is from July through September. They weigh it, whatever it is, for calendar year 2018 versus, versus where it was in 2017, okay? And then whatever that percent increase is, is that's what our cost of living adjustment is going to be for Social Security. So, again, the, the figure, if we went from June through August, it's a rolling, always a rolling three-month period. Again, we've got one month to go as to we know what that final number is going to be. Is The projections right now are 2.7%. So let's talk about that. If we, if we have an average person um, in the listening audience, let's just say their Social Security benefit was $2,000 a month. We'll make, we'll make the numbers easy. And let's say that cost of living adjustment is 2.7%. What that means is we will see a raise in our Social Security check of $54. That's a decent number. $54. If I was making $2,000 in 2018, when January comes, my $2,000 becomes $2,054. So people should be getting excited about that. I think Times 12. Times 12. That's exactly right. So again, for every $1,000, I get an extra $27 um, related to that. Now, this is, this is where it's kind of big, um, of where some of the uh, 
some of the numbers start coming into play here is last year, and again, it says the average, when you look at the 43, ready for this, 43.4 million retired workers receiving Social Security benefits, the average benefit is $1,460, so that actually adds up to about $38 a month. Again, I just gave the example based off of uh, a $2,000 payment. But the big thing, as our listeners may know who are already collecting Social Security, is the first thing that gets debited from our Social Security check is this thing called Medicare. Now, we're not sure of what Medicare looks like. We, get our, we typically get our COLA increase related to Social Security. We find out a couple weeks before they announce what Medicare is going to look like. So we're expecting in about maybe about a month from now we should have that Social Security number. And then typically late in November, we know what that new Medicare number was. So let me go through some of the math. Over the past couple years, as it relates to Social Security, Krause, we saw two very small increases going from, again, this last one from 17 to 18, we saw a good increase of around 3%, but the two previous were almost zero, okay? So I'm going to start putting some of these puzzle pieces together. If we go back to 2015, Medicare cost $104.90. 2016, it cost $121.80. 2017, Medicare cost $134, and it stayed flat for 2018. Medicare stayed flat at $134. So this is what happened, is the government has a little-known law called hold harmless provision. And what that does is that it prevents Social Security recipients losing money because the cost of Medicare goes up, okay? It's called hold harmless. What that does is that it ensures that if you are a Social Security holder and the cost of Medicare goes up, I can't get less from my check. Okay, so now just to slow it down. It makes Social Security so easy, Krause. Just, just to <laughs> slow it down even more. Yeah, fire away, my friend. So I can, the voice for the audience. So I can understand it. I'm getting $2,000 a month. Yep. Social Security. Yes, sir. The And late November of this year, Medicare... That's right. ...is now in play, and there's an understanding on whether I'm, it's going to increase from what it was. That's right. 2018 I, to 19. Right. So for me, so if 18, I think you said 134. That's right. Right. So 2019. So if in 2019... If at the end of November it increases to a higher number than right. what 18 is, are you saying the hold harmless provision protects me from the increase? That's right. So let's go back. Let's go back a couple of years, and that's exactly what happens. Okay. So let's say you were collecting two thousand dollars a month in the year 2015. Okay, mm-hmm. and there were no colo adjustments. So that means if I was making 2015, I was making 2016. $2,000 a month for every single month in 2015, and it stayed the same in 2016. But what happened was from 2015 to 2016, Medicare jumped from 104.90 to 121.80. Okay, so what's that work out to be? About 20 or about $16. Yeah, yeah, about $16 more is what it costs. Okay, with me so far? A month. But because, this is this hold harmless provision, so my social security didn't go up, 
but Medicare did. I stayed flat at that 10490 because the government says, hold harmless says, I can't receive less in my social security check because my Medicare payment went up. Who it affected was everybody who started Social Security in 2016. They got whatever that new Medicare price was at 12180. Now, so if I take the same logic and I say, okay, uh, the projection of being a 2.7 increase. Yes, sir. Right? Uh, for next year. 2000 to 2054. Right. So 2054. Now at the end of November, Medicare comes along and says, we're going to have a increase and there's going to be a percentage increase or a percentage. Yeah, let's just up. call it $150, for example. Right. Let's say it goes from $134. Now, the good thing is Medicare is coming out right now and saying we're not expecting a big number this year. Okay. So that's a big deal. That's good. But if it goes to 150 Brett, does that mean that I am then going to feel the increase? You sure will. Because I, because I received I got a raise. I got a raise. That's okay. right. So, you, so long as that net check goes up, you will always experience what that new cost of Medicare is. So in that example, let's assume I have $2,000 a month today in Social Security benefits I'm collecting. $134 a month is what Medicare has costed me today in 2018. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's 2.7%, which is what's being projected right now related to Social Security. So now my Social Security check's going from 2000 to 2054. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, all of a sudden, Medicare, at the end of November, they're going to come in and they're going to say, you know what? We need to increase what Medicare is going to cost. Mm-hmm. So it's $134. Again, assuming no surcharges. Okay, we're just going to talk about the normal situation. $134. And let's just say, hypothetically, it jumps to $150, which is probably kind of high, to be honest with you. I'm not expecting it to go that high. Mm-hmm. But let's just say it does. So then, before, I was getting $2,000 minus $134. So that meant I was getting eighteen. 18- 66 every single month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm going to go take 2,054 minus 150. Now my new check's going to be 1904. So I still got a pay increase. So I'm going to experience what that new cost of Medicare is going to be. Again, you will always feel the impact of what that new Medicare payment will be so long as my net paycheck goes up. Hold harmless provision says I can never receive less because Medicare went up and the cost of living didn't go at least that amount. And again, all these things, and I see the look, you're looking at me really intently. Well, I'm try, I'm, what I'm trying to do is, and we're never going to cover it in the last minute here, no. but now I'm trying to transition this conversation into when you sit down with a client and you're projecting out That's it. over a 10-year or 15-year or 20-year this is an example of a variable that is it's a moving target. It's a moving target. That's it. And, and again, you got to use logic, um, experience. And I mean, these things that we talk about, it sounds elementary, but it's a major piece. Again, we need to understand how to manage Social Security as an asset. And those are all things, Krause. When we sit down with people, go through that Thrive Retirement Roadmap review. It's the very first thing we talk about. How do I maximize those Social Security benefits? Because we've talked about how they're taxed differently. Those dollars are taxed differently. But how can I maximize those dollars for the best possible scenario for me and or my spouse? Great stuff. Good nuts and bolts from Brett Elam here on the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. And I encourage uh, the listening audience to listen that to that example uh, as we go to the break and see how it applies to you. Back in a moment. 
And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. We hope you've enjoyed what was a fantastic show today. Karen kicked off uh, the program with five things that we need to zero in uh, on our retirement, followed by Jim Chilton from SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness. And I must confess, David, I think Jim uh, gave away... Uh, the secret sauce. He provided for uh, our listening audience some of the ingredients that are in your recipe and why you do what you do. And I think it was fantastic to be able to hear from the founder of Sofa, who, as you heard him say, 38 years later now, um, for him to be able to put a stamp and an endorsement on Thrive Financial Services for your advocacy and for the work that you do. Kudos to you, sir. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate that. It, uh, yeah, one of the comments that Joe, uh, that uh, Jim made about ninety-seven percent of the population not having a written financial plan. You know, it, it sounds so obscure. It sounds so unbelievable that that's the case. Uh, but that's what we actually experience. You know, we, we see that. Uh, it's a question I asked during the workshop. I actually asked people, um, you know, if you are going to come in and visit with us, I'd like you to bring your written retirement income plan and i get a blank you know so when people come up to register like can i still get a consultation because i don't have a written retirement income plan i actually don't even know what it really is karen would you agree with that yes for sure yeah i mean we see that all the time so um again sometimes people look at things very myopically well i've got one and god bless if you do i think that's absolutely awesome but the resounding percentage of people out there don't and it's one of the most critical things and there's this you know cliche statistic out there that says people spend more time physically literally writing out a itinerary plan for a two-week vacation but spend no time planning out for something that you may spend 30 years in. Karen talked a little bit about that holistic plan. And it's really about the retirement income side. So I want to maybe address that for a couple of minutes. Before I do, I just want to take this opportunity real quick, because I know it's Saturday. Um, but if I can go back in time to Monday real quick, I know Jim mentioned 38 years, uh, which happens to be the exact number that Karen <laughs> and I have been in a relationship. And on Monday, we actually actually uh, celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary. Wow, that is awesome. Congrats, uh, congrats <laughs> to both. I, I was wondering why I was emailing uh, on Monday to no response. Now I know why. <laughs> well done. That's good. Well, actually, you know, I, I had already fallen over and passed out yeah. <laughs> that somebody would actually spend 38 years of their life with me. So, uh, so It's honey, been a pleasure. I love you, honey. I love you, too. Thank uh, you for saying here, that. Here. It's, well it's, done. it's That's gone well by done. quickly. Yeah, it has gone by very fast. So, um, jumping back into uh, topics of conversation, so I'm going to give you a quick example um, about this, you know, people not having a written plan for retirement. So, we, we had a person who attended as a guest, as an attendee at our workshop, and then decided to come in for one of the complimentary retirement roadmap reviews. So, I want to kind of walk you through that real quick. When they came in and sat down with us, their areas of interest were they wanted to get a snapshot of kind of what overall taxes are 
are going to look like going forward. Specifically, wanted to know what's taxation going to look like with required minimum distributions, these things that we have to take when we turn age 70 and a half. Uh, They were also interested in selling their existing residence and buying kind of their retirement home over the next three to five years. And healthcare, long-term care. Um, They had a history of Alzheimer's and dementia in both sides of their family. So they didn't have any traditional long-term health care, wanted to know, was there any options out there for them? So that was our first appointment. And then our team here at Thrive goes to work and we try to come up with solutions and you know answers to all of those questions. And we do it uh, both through conversation as well as delivering the actual roadmap report. Between the first and the second appointment, Joe, uh, we get a phone call from them, said we, you know, we're confirming our appointment, but things have changed a little bit. And what had changed is the husband, uh, the wife is already retired, the husband's 63 years old, wife was 62 years old, the husband got laid off from his position. And uh, prominent position, making a six-figure income. Uh, what he did stress to us uh, at the first appointment is that he didn't want to retire ASAP. So uh, what initially, you know, in between the first and second appointment, panic had set in that uh, he didn't have a plan for retirement, wasn't sure, was looking for us to kind of give guidance that. And that basically got accelerated because he, un, you know, without volunteering, basically got laid off. So the the tone of the appointment, the objective of the appointments all changed. And it doesn't, I mean, it happens frequently. It's not something that's uncommon for us. Yep. So what we did is we put in a talk, a conversation that we wanted him walking out of a second appointment with comfort that he was in a good position. And some of the discussion points were, um, how do we do this? How do we navigate uh, going forward, I don't want to go back. Okay, I've been laid off. Maybe that's a sign. I don't want to go back to work. I don't want to look for work. How can I make it work? And some of the elements of that were the following. I don't know if I'll get a chance to cover all this, but we can certainly pick it up our next show. Um, one is healthcare, right? So he's 63. 65 is when Medicare comes in. His instant default was, I guess I'll go on Cobra. Found out that Cobra for him and his wife were going to, was going to be about $1,900 a month out of pocket. So something that we're very, very familiar with, and most of our listening audience probably isn't that familiar with, is how to navigate, how to structure your income correctly so that you can qualify for a large subsidy off of the healthcare exchange. So after I got done communicating that, you could just see an absolute sigh of relief that because healthcare is such a prominent expense on a monthly basis, we could get them to a point because remember, there's a difference between income and cash flow. Income is what shows up on the tax return. Cash flow is what gets into your checking account for you to spend. The subsidies on the healthcare exchange are predicated based upon your income, not your cash flow. So we were able to illustrate how we could generate the needed ink, the needed cash flow and not have it show up as taxable income. And that way they could qualify for a healthcare cost half of that $1,900. You see the relief in my, I have a relief form. Yeah, unbelievable, right? <laughs> it's unbelievable. That's one of the big steps to making this work. And that's not something that a traditional financial advisor is going to know to talk about, understand how to get accomplished, do the navigation, and get that client who absolutely needs that 
taken care of. So that was just one of it. The second thing that came up that was really big uh, was he had a pension. So this family happened to have a million dollars in assets, retirement assets, and then they had to make a choice on the pension, right? So they had a million dollar lump sum of pension, or it could take a pension payment. So we went through all that analysis, and our analysis is very deep, because what most financial advisors don't know is that there is a law called the Klein-Miller Multi-Employer Pension Reform Act of 2015. And that's one of those laws that got passed by Congress in the middle of the night that most people just literally have no clue, understanding, don't even know it exists. If you're a listener and you have a pension, it's really critical that you know what that law is all about. The essence of that law basically says if a pension company, an employer who utilizes a pension company, and that pension is underfunded by a certain percentage, that pension company and that corporation can not only reduce your monthly payment and pension permanently, they can even eliminate it. So after doing some analysis, we found out that the pension company that he was dealing with, if the, it was underfunded. It was only 74% funded. So long story short, Joe, is we were able to holistically look at everything and be able to give advice to help this person navigate successfully. And the relief that was delivered was tremendous. And that's a result of coming to our workshop, getting a Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review consultation done, come in, get all the information, and allow us to work with you. So I think it was a really good experience. For oh, that it was terrific. What a great way to end the show on this Saturday morning roadmap to retirement, the radio show. We certainly do hope that you enjoyed uh, the information that we provided uh, today here on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. On behalf of Brett Elam, uh, we say congrats to David and Karen Bazaar for celebrating Thank 30 you. years Thank of marriage. You so On behalf of all of our listeners, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.